0: I believe you're putting ice in beer occasionally you mean, just gotta do it i mean you're hollywood man you just do whatever so occasionally you obviously. gotta
1: ice your beer you know sometimes yeah. it's just the way that things work out and if you run out of time and you need a nice chilled beer i mean most of these beers aren't cellar temperature down here in america florida <laughs>
0: And with that can opening, welcome to another episode of At the Bar podcast. Once again, the usual fucking intro. I am Mike. Joining me, the man, the myth, the legend, Hollywood himself, Jeff. What's up so going gonna... on,
1: buddy? I, I, you know, hey. just ice, just ice in my beers. <laughs> as you guys heard, I'm gonna leave that little that little uh,
0: conversation we had about the ice and the beer in the intro. I think we'll leave that in.
1: Yeah, yeah I the... think I think uh, hurting my credibility as much as possible is probably good for the show. But I um. <laughs> Look, man, it's just—it's just an ice cube. It'll be all right. It's just, a- <laughs> just one huge ice cube, guys. Relax. <laughs> it's 90% water. <laughs> I mean, in all reality, look—if this was like some kind of fancy beer that I've never had before and I wanted—but this is a beer I've had m- many times, and I just want it to be cold. That's it. Just one ice cube. It's fine.
0: Yeah. So speaking of that, I, I kind of want to get to right, uh, kind of get to what we're drinking right away because I know we're gonna be having a, a nice discussion. Uh, in the, in the next couple of minutes here, but Jeff, you know, you mentioned you, your ice cube and your beer, man, what are you drinking?
1: Okay. Well, that, the beer I have the ice cube in is I'm just going to let that chill for one second. Cause I'm uh, finishing up another beer at this exact moment, which is funky Buddha, Moy bonita, um, which is, uh, apple brown cinnamon ale, apple c- yeah. Apple cinnamon brown ale. Yeah. Um, really, a really great beer. It's actually the second one I've had this week. Um, I keep find I keep coming across it and buying it and and having it. My I left one at my brother's house and I was over there last week and had one that I left there for no reason at all. But, um, so we're drinking that. Um, and then the beer that I have, uh, waiting and chilling here is, uh, the barrel of monks. Um, their wit beer right here that we've uh, talked about before the wizard wit. Um, I have a six pack of that and. It is a it's a staple in the uh, shilling fridge in the shilling refrigerator now because it is uh, really it's it's a good beer man it is a great well I'm I'm talking like anytime beer that's like a going to the beach beer put it on the boat beer going to your dad's house for a barbecue beer um, and doing a podcast at, at ten o'clock at night on a Sunday beer <laughs> right right <laughs> I,
0: I want to go back to barrel monks in a second but uh, when I'm drinking uh, do South honey vanilla wheat uh you know canned uh good as always um
1: and old reliable a,
0: yeah old reliable uh it's nothing fancy i like the fact that they put honey and vanilla in a wheat beer you don't really find a lot of those uh and the honey and vanilla do come out they're pretty noticeable and you can easily pick them up you know it's nice refreshing light 5.3 percent so you know always rep and do south on the show all the time uh they deserve it they're good guys but back to you and barrel and monks, man this is, I think this is what
1: the second or third episode that you've been like a big fan. of. I'm her. in love with them. I really want I'm to, I'm in love with them. I really there's want a real to love affair them. going on here. Yeah. There's a real love affair going on here with us and barrel amongst down here and into the fact that I liked them, I guess so much that Preston was so impressed with me just talking about them that he offered to send me money to get them his, get him their beers. <laughs> He's like, I haven't even had any of their stuff, but I, I will send you money. Just send me their beers. Cause they sound delicious. Um, and they they deserve it they're really good I I was super surprised as anybody who's listened to this show for long enough uh, knows me and Mike both have had our uh, you know our skepticisms about Belgian style beers in the past which is funny because actually one of my favorite breweries that I in in America that I really love and still really love although I've kind of fallen off a little bit on them just because I haven't seen anything new no is Weyerbacher
0: oh my second (laughs) guess
1: And Weyerbacher is a, is a Belgian-inspired brewery, and they're phenomenal. They make great beers. but um, And I still have the same respect for them that I always had. I just think a lot of people have caught up and passed them. Um, but they do not put out a lot of beers, but everything they put out is, is fantastic, and they will never release a beer that they're not proud of. And I love a brewery who has that kind of – judgment that says you know what this isn't exactly what we wanted so we're going to put out something and that's why i have a lot of respect for weyerbacher Um, but i never really cared for belgian style beers except for theirs and now barrel of monks came along and i was fully intending on not liking them because i'm not a belgian beer drinker and they nail it like they nail it with all their styles they're true to style they're true to like real belgian style not american belgian style and and they're great beers like just genuinely great beer so yes this is the third episode at least uh and I've been impressed equally impressed every single time that I open one of their beers and uh I have to keep saying that they're good and and Preston I I do have I'll have some beers on the way for you from them because they are <laughs> they they're well deserving of the credit to put it that way their beers sure. are phenomenal
0: yeah it's I mean you mentioned that you know and um, I'll be honest I've had zero maybe one barrel monk beer just because they're they're a Belgian brewery, and Belgians, I am not – I mean, we all know. It's no secret that I am – that's probably my least favorite style of beer is Belgians. They're simple I, yet complex. They're simple yet complex, and I don't – it's just something about them. I just don't uh, – like. I I could do Belgian quads, but even then, it's like 50-50. Like I get easily turned off by the, the anything Belgian. Uh, I don't like the clove. I don't like oh, – it just – so – you know I, I would have to next time I'm down there I'll have to swing by barrel of and monks and, and check them out and, and give them a, uh, a flight test
1: and, and I'm see telling how, you how man if you just try and it's you know like uh, like Chris used to say the the cheese pizza technique if you just yeah. go in there and try what they're you know what they would call their simplest beer which for them because they are so true to Belgian style there it, it's not a, a lager or a Kolsch or something like that it is it is a white wheat and that's their you know that's medium. the base Belgian style and I I'm drinking this thing like every time I crack a beer. Now I'm having one of these Wizard Whites. They're and they're good. Uh, if you try that beer, I promise you, you're gonna be like, man, this brewery is totally worth going to. And how how far are they from you? They're not far. What baby? How far are they? Forty-five minutes. Thirty minutes. Forty, 40 minutes. Forty minutes. Split yeah, for the 50, difference. 30, 40, 40. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not far. That's not far for a brewery that kind of you know you speak so highly of. Yeah, know, not at all. Or someone speaks so highly of that. It's like, you know, 40 minutes from Jupiter, you're, you
1: know, almost in the heartland of SoFlo. There's a lot of really great beer down in this area and not far from me. Um, and, and the problem, uh, unfortunately for me, I am on like the north end of all of it, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a whole lot further north than me. Um, if I were down in like Delray, there'd be a whole lot of beer real close to me. Um <laughs> because <laughs> then I'd be in the, in the middle of it and you could go either north or south and find great beer. Uh, yeah. But right now, I mean, I, when you're talking about when you're talking about an hour trip down to Fort Lauderdale, it's like there's great beer right there. And all along the way, there's great beer. And you can split that trip up and go to Delray or you can split that trip up and go to Saltwater and you can split that trip up and go to Barrel of Monks and all these different places. Boca has breweries. Due South is right on the way down to Fort Lauderdale as well. So you have like yeah. You know, if if your goal is like let's get down to Lauderdale and go get some go hit some breweries, you could split that trip into three breweries and never spend more than twenty minutes in the car.
0: Yeah. And and if you do do that and you don't want to stop, you're missing a lot of great breweries on the way down there. But we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. So yeah, I'm, I'm burping the storm. This beer makes me burp for some reason. More so it's than a normal. Good beer? Yeah. Um so pretty much this episode is is kinda gonna be not a not a bullshit episode but it's going to be you know it's we're about halfway through 2017 uh the day of this recording is July 9th so eh, we're kind of around the halfway point a little bit past about um, Christmas in July Christmas in July yeah <laughs> so this episode as you can see in the title is kind of or is our 20 uh kind of like mid-year update for our 2017 craft beer awards which will be we will be holding as of right now in december so that's in a couple months uh five months so kind of want to keep you know our listeners and fan base updated on kind of like where we're at places we've been to places that you guys need to check out you know before december and 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 so we can all kind of have a, a group discussion about you know all these great places places that we've been to beers that we've had and that we can recommend to people who maybe have haven't had the opportunity to uh enjoy them
1: mm-hmm, absolutely
0: so, <clears throat> So we're not going to do uh, a gold, medal, gold, silver, and bronze. We'll save that for December. Uh, we're not going to have 21 categories. It's really just going to be kind of me and Jeff going back and forth on, you know, our individual experiences and kind of what, you know, things that really stuck out. So um, I texted Jeff a list of questions that were not in order. I just whatever I thought of more or less. That's we're all right. Not- I'll be able to traverse yeah, them. We can, so we'll be okay. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. So pretty much um, – Let's talk about maybe new breweries we've been to uh, in 2017, or if not new, maybe breweries that we revisited after a long absence. Okay, you know whether you know some some along that line, and it could be or we want to do it kind of strictly in Florida, obviously, because I don't think we haven't gone out of
1: the. We state keep yet. all of my answers are Florida. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I made that mistake last time. All right? Yeah. That's a yeah only best one dude. category. You're good. <laughs> Best new brewery, Dogfish Head, right? (laughs) (laughs) So pretty much,
0: um, I mean, if you want to start, Jeff, if not, I I can start. Yeah, absolutely. So So I'll tell you. um, We want to do about, let's go uh, go about, have you been to Jacksonville this
1: year yet? Jacksonville, I've not been to this year. I can't tell you anything from Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything new going there. I will tell you um, that I have a friend who lives in Jacksonville who is a craft beer drinker who says that the craft beer scene is growing there still. Um, which is nice to hear because uh, I thought, for whatever reason, I felt like they tabled off. But I hear it's still growing and still doing strong, so that's good. But I I have not been this year at all. Neither have I. Uh, I know Red Cyphers just hit Jacksonville. I feel like Jacksonville
0: is really kind of in its own kind of area. They're really not a whole lot of breweries distro out of Jacksonville, so they kind of have like that Orlando kind of vibe of you know maybe one or two come out of Jacksonville, but for the most part, if you want the local stuff. You really got to go to Jacksonville
1: and, and, and drive I, that in. I'll tell you, and I think that a lot of the reason you don't see a lot of stuff coming out of Jacksonville and I could be completely way off and mistaken. And I hope I'm not, but Jacksonville is in such close proximity to Georgia and especially like, um, you know, South, South Georgia, Savannah area. I mean, it's like an hour away from Savannah. Um, and I feel like their market, their target audience and everything is almost like, let's go North. Let's get into Georgia. Like for them, they're so secluded from the rest of Florida that like, yes, they're in Florida, but only by a fake line, you know, like, Oh, our border is where our border is Florida, Florida. but they're basically Georgia. Um, and they, I think they're, I think their target audience is, is South Georgia really. And that's where they're, you know, Savannah is the closest city. Savannah is easily their closest city to them besides Jackson. I mean, besides Jacksonville. Right. So, yeah. Um, you so know, I, I think that's why you don't see a lot of it, but yeah. Yeah. So I haven't been in Jacksonville yet. Hopefully
0: by December, I can make a trip up there. I've been up there for, in a while. So let's go from, since we not, we haven't been in Jacksonville yet, let's go to Tampa. So I've been to Tampa, I think once or twice. I know you went once or twice. So kind of, you know, if, if, is Tampa, any ta- Tampa breweries kind of in your, uh, in your answers Maybe, or, or restaurants that also brew their own beer. Uh, Jeff, you're also muted. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. I did that on purpose. I didn't want to. I didn't want to interrupt your train of thought while I was talking to Cassie for a second. Um, okay. But so new breweries. Yeah. Have you been new to breweries. any of them in Tampa? Tampa new breweries. Um, restaurants that brew. Yeah, yeah. I went to did. A, we did a beer. Uh, yes, we did, and we almost did a show with them. Um, and it was, it was uh, an absolutely amazing. Money ulele amazing restaurant uh f- fantastic right on the river um and they are very passionate about the beer they brew they do a lot of cool different summer styles uh we were there not in summer it was a few it was a, at least a few months back where, um, yeah. but it was a uh, great summer style beers light uh they did add a ginger sour um and, and some uh, I wish I, I wish I kind of remembered what I had with them. I wasn't planning on going city to city, so I didn't have them queued up, but they did have a, they had just really good beers, nothing that really blew you away, but solid beers all the way across the board. Um, and they were definitely more, uh, a restaurant focus. Sure. Fantastic venue space for any kind of event. Um, incredible food. They're right. Like I said, on the river, they have a huge outside like football field sized outside, um, patty not even patio it's like they almost have a park that's part of their restaurant Mm. um it's it i don't know where their restaurant ends and where the county is like oh you guys can still put (laughs) tables out here right (laughs) so it's like it's gigantic like it's it's the size of a park um all for this restaurant and there's people playing frisbee and throwing footballs and there's dogs everywhere and you know it's it's a that's an awesome spot go to go to ulele um you're pretty you're hyped on them yeah, when you 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 had went and then
0: you had called me a couple. I later, was the next so year, excited, man! You were you can tell in your voice that you were like, "Dude, this place is awesome," and you were just really happy and energetic. And so, you know, the details may be a little bit foggy because it's been a couple months, but I remember you calling me just like, "Dude, this place is legit." You no, i about tell you.
1: Show there, and they I'll wanted tell us, you, and, and, you know, and I, yeah, I talked to them about doing a show there. Unfortunately, they're uh they're marketing guy and us uh were unable to to make that happen um we were in com- communication with them about doing a show at ulele we, we couldn't make it work uh for scheduling reasons but um their their head brewer is a fantastic guy uh i can't remember his name at the moment i wish i had it all queued up but um he uh a fantastic guy can talk to you about beer until the sun goes down i mean this guy could talk forever um about just how passionate he is about what he does and how and his beers genuinely good. The only reason I say that their beers is not what their focus is, is because their focus is on having this insanely amazing restaurant. And they do Mm. such an immaculate job of what they do that like, I feel like their beers are the back burner, but their beers aren't bad. It's just like, they're just, it's this huge operation that me, even in the business and somebody who's managed restaurants for a long time, was like kind of dumbfounded on the fact that like this place is such a big operation and so well run and so pristine and the food was so good and everything. I mean, it was, it it was, it was an impressive operation for sure to say the least. They have a a brewery attached to the building um, and they brew all their, you know, all their own beers and they will have the brewer come out and talk to customers. They will have their bartenders who are uh, very well educated on what they're putting out um, talk to you as well. Their flights are, uh, reasonably priced and you have a lot of options on on great beer so i, I was very impressed cool. with them and i was really really looking forward to doing a show with them but it just didn't work out but unfortunately right. because they they really deserve to be highlighted and i'm glad that you brought them up actually you're welcome so what do you what do you got
0: i know i know i threw a wrench at you for for breakup in city so i'm gonna let you kind of take the reins
1: Oh, no worries. No worries. No worries. It's just, uh, it's, I could do cities, but now that I'm in the South Florida market, it's like the Northern and Southern and central <laughs> cities are like, Oh God, I haven't been there in a while. Um, yeah. you know, so the new breweries, the one that I really wanted to highlight, which, uh, Mike, I think you'll echo me on this one is walking tree brewing out of uh, Vero beach absolutely walking tree uh fantastic brewery we actually have one of their beers on tap permanently now because it's a a fantastic white ipa uh florida style citrus grapefruit um really good punch of those kind of flavors but still super light ipa none of that musty dirty hamper smell or taste Um, very clean on the palate and a, a great ipa that we actually keep on tap all the time but they have i mean everything you can imagine wheat beers they do they do a lot of German style um specialty beers uh I think they even said they have a dortmunder they have mm-hmm. um, they have like uh all I mean I can't even go through it they every they time have, it comes really, in everything. winter warmers and all kinds of stuff great beers they're doing a fantastic job um, up in vero and it's it's a good brewery and if you see their stuff coming out and you see anything walking Tree, at least try it give it a shot um they're they're going to be uh, in my opinion, they're going to be somebody that's an up and comer through the state. And you're going to start seeing their stuff a lot more. Um, but you're also going to see them get a little more polished with the styles that are coming out. As far as um, I think they're going to become that brewery where you start to say anytime you get a walking tree beer, it's good. Um, whereas right now I do think, you know, they're so young and they're so new that they're putting stuff out in the market and, 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 They don't have that reputation, but when you try their beers, you're like, oh, that's not so bad. That's not, you know, that's great. That's this, but they're going to really tune into what their clientele are looking for and their beers are going to start to blow you away. Um, And if you start seeing walking tree beers in the bars, you have to check them out because they're going to start doing really killer stuff. Uh, Not that they're not already doing killer stuff, but it's, they're on the cusp of being that brewery from that area that, that in Vero beach, St. Lucie County, uh, kind of north of jupiter north of west palm area that there's kind of dead zone in craft beer they're looking to be the person that fills that void so i think that's a, a fantastic brewery. i agree with that yeah. you got one and then i'll go i have oh, another yeah. okay, one we can, can okay sure there. sure. yeah I would, yeah <clears throat> excuse me uh,
0: i would agree with your walking tree um you know when i went down there uh, a couple weeks ago uh, they're, they're one of the breweries that. You won't get novelty beers per se. They're very traditional. And with that said, you know, I like novelty beer just like everybody else. You know, cupcake this and key lime pie that. But, you know, they're traditional and they're very, like what you said, it's very well-crafted. And I love their white IPA. And I hate IPAs. And that was probably my favorite beer. That and the Dortmunder, I loved. But, yeah, Walking Tree is great. They're not my answer. Um, My answer would be, without a doubt, 610 in tampa um they Ooh, are a couple okay, blocks okay. away, a couple blocks away from cigar city um they're kind of from my perspective kind of in the unknown area of tampa and we all know tampa's full of you know you have cigar city angry chair uh green bank all the all these big name breweries and 610 is very small in comparison to those bigger names but i went there and they had a, a butterfinger beer they had I mean novelty sells to me instantly so if I see a novelty beer that's the first thing I'm getting and they just you know we met the owner Chris and his wife were there both working really just just them they're the owners and they just brewed and everything they brewed was. they had four different uh, variations of the same IPA they're CBGB and each one like was fantastic and I don't like IPAs but I was like shit this raspberry IPA is fucking awesome uh, they had Butterfinger they had a they take banana mead and they blend it with their chocolate porter, and it tasted freaking amazing. Like, gave me that's goosebumps. So, that's so weird. I love that banana <laughs> mead and chocolate porter mixed together. Yeah, they, they took the the I think the mead name is crafted, and it's in like that's a bizarre it, blend see. though.
1: I've never heard of anybody blending different styles. That I mean, obviously, like white IPA we just talked about it. It's a blend of two different styles, but like I've never heard of like usually when you blend that kind of stuff it's like a barrel aged this and a barrel aged that and then you blend for flavor and until right. like, you get the right profile i've never heard of a mead and a and a porter being blended like that to gain yeah. and what do you even call that specialty i guess we were talking i guess chris kind of
0: like i was with me my buddy jay and uh, his buddy will i guess through con- we were the only three people there so I guess through conversation, I guess he realized that we kind of like were really into craft beer. So he's like, hey, try this. And he pours us a pint and he's like, oh, what are you pouring? He goes, I'm pouring crafteds, banana made, and I'm mixing it with our chocolate porter. And it tastes like chocolate and banana, like a sandwich. And it was freaking amazing. So that's, I mean, without that, the minute I wrote this question, like they were like, the, that was the first brewer that came to mind. It's 610. And trust me, I you. Oh, I can't even talk Right. Uh,
1: you'll be hearing about them again for sure for me wow uh, i'm now, very big on them distro or not distro or even close no, to no. distro uh when i
0: when i talked to him he they bottle uh certain beers they did a uh, vanilla rosemary ipa that was pretty good <laughs> but no to my knowledge no distro ah, maybe some distro some do, but we don't get them in orlando i know that okay well i look forward to trying their stuff that's so, for sure oh, dude it's great i mean
1: they do classic they do novelty they do they do everything and
0: you ever get a chance to get any of
1: their bottles and bring them down my way i've got some bottles waiting for you by the way anyway oh them. yeah oh yeah oh shit <laughs> no i don't know if i can ever pay you back for all this shit you just brought me <laughs> I, my god he freaking pulled he, this guy pulls up a dump truck and dumps it all out full of beer like, yeah yeah it was it was a lot <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. how much it was
0: until I was like, oh. You were really,
1: yeah. I was like, man, you're really like mule and a whole lot of stuff down here right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, was, Jay, <laughs> was was Jay involved in it, in all that too? Because like Jay's no. like, yeah, man, I got like this box and this bag and this and that. And I'm like, "I'm like, there's like a fucking case and a half of beer here. <laughs> um, Jay, all that beer Jay gave you was all for me. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah, I owe you big time and I have some stuff that's waiting for you already, but I don't, it'll take me at least two or three trips to pay you back for everything you just brought me. Um, We're not, we're not in a rush. (laughs) I know where you live. (laughs) Maybe, maybe, you know, we'll figure something out. (laughs) Right. Um, right. But, okay. So my next one, uh, again, South Florida market, again, north of me, which is why I'm trying to, because we've talked about all these breweries south of me. I'm, we're trying to venture north and, and look into some of this newer stuff coming in, um, but this one is a, a new brewery. It is in distribution. It's very regional. It's down here only, I think. I don't know that you've seen any other stuff up there. Uh, like Walking Tree, I believe, is getting into the Orlando market, um, and you'll start seeing their stuff up north. I, I don't know that you'll see Sailfish yet, but Sailfish Brewery out of Fort Pierce um, has been around in distro longer than Walking Tree, I believe, but... Uh, their beers are solid all the way through. They are a Florida style brewery. A lot of wheat beers, a lot of different kind of like variants on pale ales and kind of summery flavors and things like that. But solid beers all the way through. Everything they put out is good. I've never had a bad beer from them. Um, and they will. They'll again. They'll be a brewery. Unlike the only difference, I guess, would say. I think their beers right now are equally as polished as Walking Tree. I think their distro is as good as Walking Tree in my area, uh, in my market. I, they're they're around. They're mm-hmm. everywhere. The buzz is good about them. I hear their new their new brewery is fantastic. I have not been to the new facility yet, but I hear it's amazing. The only difference I can say is, I truly believe Walking Tree's beers are. Their their direction and, and their quality of what they're putting out is gonna put them a little ahead of Sailfish as far as the market goes. I think they're just more in tune with what the people are looking for, um, and their beer styles that they're putting out are a little bit mainstream, which makes them cooler, I guess. Like they're not putting out like just the flavored wheat beers and the stuff like that, you know. Um, sure. But Sailfish, their beers are great, and uh, they put out a lot of good stuff and and um, yeah, definitely if you see their stuff, you have to pick it up as well. Yeah, for
0: sure. I haven't had, uh, I haven't seen a whole lot, if any of Sailfish in Orlando, um, but I know Jeff's kind of mentioned them kind of off show, off mic to me about them. And, you know, I'm interested to try them. It's just, it's really hard for me to, you know, go down yeah. South and and to, you know, there's so many great breweries down South that I don't go to all the time that make a prior, I make a priority to go, you know, no matter how much they stress me out, but funky Buddha, I always have this like inclination of wanting to go down just because they always do weird stuff. They always do crazy things. And, and, um, I always, I try and make it a, a, a stop down there, but for sure do South, I always go, I make time for do South, um, Lauderdale, If I'm down that South, um, I always make a, a trip. And then my next answer <clears throat> for, um, my pick would be uh, salt water for sure. Um, I know we went, first time I ever went, um, excuse me, was in, uh, beginning of 2017. We went. Yeah, you there? Yeah, I'm still there. You there?
1: Oh man, that froze up real hard. I thought I lost you. Oh, did I break up or did your computer freeze? I think my computer froze. No. I don't know. We'll, we'll find we'll out find when the episode's out, when, out when I when guess. It publishes. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, for the last eighteen seconds or so, I don't know what you said, so I don't know who okay. you were talking about or what you said. <laughs> so I, I, you were looking away, so I was just I was filling time.
0: But I would just mention that I haven't had a whole lot of sailfish. Um I haven't really seen them or uh haven't you know haven't seen them, so I haven't and you know, and for me to go down south, there's so many other breweries that I don't go to all the time that I, I really want to go to do south, saltwater, Lauder uh, Ale. Right. Buddha, that sailfish kinda falls on the back burner which leads me to my next answer would be saltwater um i know we went for the first time i think we, it was um january we went me you and cassie went and yeah uh, probably right around there yeah yeah right around there um we went and you know uh, saltwater's been around for at least in orlando distro for about like two years three years um but mm-hmm. there you know i mentioned it in the in a couple past episodes but Got you have to go to that tap room. It was a tap room episode where uh not yeah, yeah. judging a, a, a brewery by its distro beers, but their tap yes. room beers will blow you away. Don't judge them off their distro. Go to Del Rey and go to the Tap Room. Tap room is super clean, super nice and polished, and the beers are always changing and they're always phenomenal. So, you know, salt water, I'll talk about them again in the future this year. But they would be, they would be my second pick of, you know, new breweries that I went to that, you know, really killed it for me. So saltwater for sure. And I know you enjoy saltwater too. You I,
1: I absolutely love salt water and don't worry about that. They're going to be answered in another question on this, but I'm glad you almost segued perfectly into what I was just talking about because I was giving my review of Sailfish, um, in fort pierce and we were talking about their you know their distro beers and things like that and i was talking about how they're just a little more polished uh walking trees a little more polished in the market um as far as distro beer goes and cassie's was waving me down the next over here and that's why i looked like so it's, she she says um that go to their brewery, try their beers in the tap room, similar to what you're saying about saltwater and their beers are phenomenal. And that they, what they put in distro is not only a quarter of what they put out and They're, they're even better than what I'm saying, which is good because they were already in the top two of what I was saying for new breweries. So if they're even better than what I've experienced, um, then that's obviously a good thing. So uh, sure. sailfish and walking tree, we'll call them a, ne- a tie as far as new breweries uh, in the Fort Pierce and Vero beach area. They're very close to each other um north of you know palm beach county north of martin county um yep. but great great little uh hopefully up and coming breweries and hopefully that becomes a little kind of good area for beer i know there's a lot of things in that area it's just they're all kind of up and coming so yeah we'll see what happens but um yeah i guess uh, i guess they have really great beers in the tap room and solid stuff that they're putting out that doesn't make it into distro which is not surprising for a brewery of their size
0: yeah so I also want to give a shout out to, I know, I mean, I can, I can have a whole list of breweries. I went to a lot of new breweries this year in just the last, this last couple these last couple months here, but Hidden Springs out in Tampa as well is definitely uh, worth a visit. We went, I went there actually after 610 um, and I like 610 more, but Hidden Springs also, excuse me, also had a lot of killer beer, great tap room, great atmosphere, great look. Like, everything about them was great. Uh, one of my favorite beers this year was her Cherry Cordial, which I gave a very high rating on Untapped. But Hidden Springs is really kind of a, a sleeper brewery, in my opinion, uh, in the Tampa area, in the big Tampa metropolitan uh, area, I guess. Uh, so um, I know Jeff just put his headset on. Uh, I gave a shout out to Hidden Springs um, out in Tampa. And then I also want to give a shout out to J Dubs. Uh, J Dubs, I also think, is a very underrated brewery. And they even have better stuff in their tap room than just their distro beers. And I think their distro beers are definitely above average in terms of comparison to other distro beers.
1: I love their Colch.
0: Oh, their Colch is great. I'm a big fan of their, uh, the, uh, the milk chocolate porter. Uh, I Mm -hmm. can't I can't think of the name. But milk cow.
1: Milk cow.
0: But shout out to Hidden Springs and shout out to j Dubs. two breweries. They should definitely check out their tap room. And also, obviously, enjoy their distro beers. I know Hidden Springs just distroed to Orlando recently. I had their their uh, chocolate peanut butter stout on nitro, and it was fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, J, uh, Bell Cal J Dub's Bell Cal. I think oh, uh, right. Bell Cal. But um, I want to remember all these beers, man. <laughs> it is, man. There's, I'm like looking at so my many. and I and I I untap like 10 percent of the beers that I drink, and and then uh, then I'm looking through my WAB app at like the thousand beers and like man how do i remember the names of these things and all these breweries and it's it's absurd it's hard to remember and then people bring up stuff and you're like oh my god i totally forgot that beer exists like j-dubs kolsch uh which i was like man that beer is fucking awesome but i forget that it's even there you know and then you remember it and you're like man that's a great beer kolsch should be if there's a florida style beer kolsch should be it It i'm sorry it should be that's the florida beer why are we why are we bullshitting around with these berliner vices I we mean, should hey, be hey, doing, we, everybody no, should be drinking cold nah, right now. Uh,
0: you have me till you say Berliners. The Berliners are my new shit. That's my thing right damn now. I, I am. Damn, I am, I damn it. That bro.
1: cheesy, those cheesy no, ass beers. No, those cheesy beers.
0: Ones. You're getting the wrong ones. So another uh, question that we kind of, I kind of, so we, we mentioned, uh, what's was that? Was there new breweries to watch out for? Which one? Uh, that was new breweries to watch out for. Right. So yeah, those, a lot of these questions I realize are kind of similar, but whatever. I don't.
1: It's okay, man.
0: I, mean, I found awesome. different ways to spin them all. Let's do um. Let's do three must. Vi- uh, let's lose must visit loosely, but three must visit sleeper breweries. And this is a hard question. Okay, because our palates are are very much alike, but I know there's a lot of hop heads out there that
1: uh. Oh, those hop
0: heads! And you know exactly what I'm referring. That brewery I'm referring to.
1: That brewery but, made it to a different uh, list for me that particular yeah. brewery, but that's okay. Yeah. Cause it's on, it's on the list. It made it here. So it's just not on this particular list. Yeah. Um, so sleeper breweries, my number one guess, go ahead and guess, put it this way. I've mentioned them like, in yeah, three episodes. In a row. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Barrel of Mike oh, is the yeah. number
1: one sleeper brewery that you could definitely need to go to. If you're in the area. Um, absolutely. It, it's it. they, they put such a premium on quality. I don't. I I've talked about them so much. I don't want to get into too much detail, and t- for the sake of time, but they put such a premium on quality into being true to style. Um, and Belgians, you know, me and Mike are in the minority. Belgians are one of those beers that have this big stigma around them of people who are very, very impressed and think that they're the perfect beer. Um, as you know, with the Trappist beers and things like that, there are so many people who swear by Belgian beers, and this brewery does them to true to style um, and they do a great job with them and and really they they do create put some creative differences in on some like spins on some things but only for event beers or for you know for something different just for this this specific day or this event their their core brands are true to style quality beers they put such an emphasis on quality they don't i mean to the point that they've rebuilt their tap system to handle their beers specifically to the beer, not just we want to handle Belgian beers like we want to handle the wizard wheat the way it needs to be handled. So we're going to put the tap system set up this way and then this beer is going to be a completely different tap system. And so like they have, I mean, I, I told you last time when we took a tour of the brewery, their tap system is custom set up for their beers. So that their beers pour perfect in the tap room. And that's the kind of attention to detail that I really respect in a brewery. And it could be beers I don't even like, which this isn't. These are beers that I do like, but it could be beers I don't like. But the fact that they're so detail oriented and so about the quality of their beer just really impressed me. And uh, I I absolutely think that they're the number one sleeper brewery down here that you, if you're in the area, you got to stop by. Yeah. Yeah. For me, uh, I did
0: one from every uh, city. So I did one South Florida, one Orlando, one Tampa. For me, South Florida is, di- I mean, I think they're sleeper. Kid, okay, I guess. Lauderel?
1: Oh, no, you motherfucker. <laughs> I knew it. I knew
0: it. <laughs> uh They may, may or may not be a sleeper brewery, but from my perspective in Orlando, they are not talked about as much as they should be. Everyone's all about the Buddha. Everyone's all about MIA, Jay Wakefield. Uh, and it's all well deserved. Uh, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Jay Wakefield. I'm a big fan of MIA. But Laurel is is, I think, one of those victims of, you know, that little fish in a big pond to where, you know, everyone's aware of the South Florida market, but there's so many breweries down there that they're, you know, they're smaller than the fish, which there is nothing wrong with that because their beers are great. Their tap room. I'm not an atmosphere guy. Jeff is an atmosphere guy. But I love their atmosphere just as, just as much as I love their beer, and I fucking love their beer. And Jeff is looking at me, shaking his head, smiling, because he knows I'm fucking telling the truth. <laughs> it's
1: it, Atmosphere and beer, they're, they're good on both. And it's, it's funny, cool. because like you're saying, sleeper brewery that you have to go to, people need to know about this place. Last time I was there, granted, I was there, it was a weekday, and it was maybe a little early. And I'm not going to you know say that they're – last time i was there i was like man this place should be busy like this place should be busier people need to know about this place and i know they do well and i know that they're busy at night and that they and i was there a little too early i'm not saying they're not having the business because they probably are doing just fine they have the business yeah they're they're doing fine they have the business just but i'm saying this place should be busy from the second they open they're Mm -hmm. they're that good they are they are funky buddha good they are their beers are phenomenal and it's man uh, it, it actually kind of ticked me off last time and i was flying out of lauderdale and their ber- their brewery right near lauderdale airport and i was like flying out of lauderdale and i stopped by uh it's actually when i was flying back into lauderdale i stopped by and i was like man this place should be packed right now like this their beers are that good and i'm you yeah. know um but everything everything they have on tap is their own and it's a variety you're not gonna get eight
0: out of the 20 beers or IPAs. No, it's two. You'll get two IPAs. You'll get two double IPAs. You'll get two weeks. You get, you know, two styles, two porters. Like they do Belgians. They do, they do, you know, a lot like everything with It's a variety. It's not, they don't focus on one style. Everything is fucking good. And, you know, I can't give them enough love. I mean, they've been fucking awesome to, to me every time I've gone down. Uh, I know. I mean, we may have, we're more of, we, you know, this show is more, has more of a relationship with them than say you know, a Joe Schmo brewery somewhere else, but you know, it's you know, I don't want to, you know, attach this podcast to a brewery that doesn't do well or that I think no,
1: definitely is, not.
0: Is, is not necessarily bad, but you know, that's a representation of the show. And I want to represent and talk about beer breweries and beers that that deserve that we feel deserve it. And I, you know, Lauderl kill it, kill it. They do all, all day. Every day. So they're, they're definitely my pick for South Florida.
1: So, oh, yeah. Great. It's great for him. And I knew yeah. and actually to be honest with you, and just as full disclosure, they'd be on my list as well. But I knew Mike was going to put them number one. So I <laughs> so, so I specifically was like, I'm gonna let Mike handle this one because I know he's yeah. gonna do it. And I I thought it'd be repetitive. But yes, they would be okay. also on my list because they are they're just a, a fantastic brewery. And what I really love, so I we've talked about this in the past too, and just a quick thing on them, real fast, one minute. Um mm-hmm. they uh every time I go there, their tap lineup, like you said, super diverse. But what I love is like we've talked about, do you have always core brands or solid beers? Or do you always have a changing tap lineup of like really cool, heavy hitters or some combination? And what do you look for when you come to a tap room? I think that they have the perfect combination of heavy hitters and core beers. And I always say that. And I've been there now four times and all four times they've had treatments of core beers with the Mm -hmm. corresponding core beer on tap they've had heavy hitter at least one and they've had all their core beers and and then they have surprise beers so it's like surprise i didn't know they even made one of those core beer corresponding treatment and heavy hitter every time and i'm like this is really cool because you could build you could build a new flight every time you go there and have something interesting to talk about and the fact that they always have a treatment of something that's core and not i'm not saying that this is a guarantee i'm this is just my experience so i'm not putting words in their mouth just so full disclosure but right. i've every time i've gone there i've been able to have a core brand and a treatment of that core brand on tap and it makes me you i i love that because that's like i can see what you've put into this beer and i can see how much love you put into it but also i can genuinely go back to back and taste the difference in what your brewer intended and i love that like that's yeah that's the sure. whole point of a flight you know like that's yeah. so yeah
0: yeah so they kill it uh, yeah yeah so you, you have another sleeper brewery i, must I do it.
1: i do i do we've talked about them i talked about them very briefly once uh before on a trip we went down to miami recently like about two months ago or so me and cassie went down there um and we went to three breweries Uh, in the Wynwood area, which was Wynwood, Jay Wakefield, and Concrete Beach. And the sleeper brewery of those three is Concrete Beach, um, which is a a very cool brewery in Wynwood, down in Miami, right in the Art District. Uh, And it is super industrial, half outside, kind of, I mean, super trendy Concrete Beach. It's concrete, like the bar is concrete. Everything's fucking Mm -hmm. concrete. But like, it's hard to describe how trendy and cool and just comfortable and Miami, but also not Miami. This place was, it was like very, I don't know, salt of the earth, but also, you know, blue collar, every man's kind of bar. Um, their beers are really great. And, uh, And it's right in the art district. Like I said, down in Winwood. this is walking distance from Jay Wakefield. They're in a market where people are looking for Jay Wakefield beers. It's gotta be really hard to keep up with the kind of novelty and delicious and amazing beers that Jay Wakefield's putting out, but they're doing novelty. um, You know, different kinds of, you know, crazy treated everything. And it's all great. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, But to try to be in that same market and do your thing and be your own individual and do it well. That's what I loved about Concrete Beach. They had their own uh, personality, their own persona, uh, great beers, really cool atmosphere. I I had a great time when I was there. And uh, I thought that was a really good sleeper brewery because there's a lot of people who are listening who have been or will go to Jay Wakefield. And I'm saying that it's definitely worth the walk to go to Concrete Beach while you're there awesome awesome
0: yeah, i hear great things they have a passion fruit wheat that i'm a big fan of um but my uh second sleeper brewery is in orlando and i want jeff to guess because i i bet he'll guess it right and it's not i want no I, I want jeff to guess
1: is it does it start with a b no you just start with an r yeah all right red cypher. Red
0: there we go uh, Red Cypress is another must-visit sleeper brewery. I know they are big in the Orlando market, and I'm just assuming that. <laughs> um, but, you know, they just – we talked about them earlier. They just hit Jacksville for distro. Um, they are coming out every other week with at least one new beer release, sometimes two. Like the last month or so, they, they've come out with double beer releases. And there was uh, – about a month ago, they did a triple beer release. They had two IPAs and then – a uh pilsner their subdivisions pilsner <clears throat> but um i don't think i think reds uh, bleh, i think red Cypress deserves a lot more credit than you know what maybe what they have i know they have they're doing great stuff uh, ryan parker's is doing a great things. garrett the head brewers they're doing everything's awesome they're still new they, they're not even two years old yet but the the quality of that they're putting out the, the diversity the, in my opinion um they i mean a lot, hop heads this is this is for you but you know they they're a little bit more heavier on the on the ipa and double ipa but you know their death roll is probably my one of my favorite beers made brewed in orlando um i'm a big fan of a lot of their ipas and i'm not an ipa guy like we've mentioned but um red cypress if you're in the they're not really orlando they're in like when they're in winter springs which is a little bit uh northeast of uh orlando but um Definitely, if you're in the if the Seminole County, Orange County area, definitely swing by Red Cypress. Uh, great staff, everyone's really cool. Ryan is a great guy. They're all great. They've they've been nothing but awesome to us and treated us, you know, great. So Red Cypress be my, my number this, two
1: pick. Can't rehearse this better because that is my number three pick. And oh! <laughs> and every and I so can awesome. pick up. Right where you left off with them. And my thing about Red Cypress is that I almost didn't put them on this list because I didn't view them as a sleeper brewery because we're so familiar with them. But the fact of the matter is that this brewery is not getting the recognition that it deserves. This is not even um when people talk about central florida this is still not the number one brewery in central florida when it is a mile ahead of anything else in central florida um and it's it it blows my mind like we saw that that poll uh, a year ago of all the breweries they had like seven percent of the votes for like best brewery in central florida and granted they were less than a year old at the time but Mm -hmm. they were still at less than a year old they were still the best brewery in central florida by a mile and they continue to be well ahead of anybody else they continue to put out better stuff than anybody else in that area and this is a brewery that really everybody should be going to this is like this is this is good beer no matter what market you're in this is good beer if you come from Tampa and you live at cigar city you should go to red cypress because they'll surprise you like this is a good brewery no matter what you're used to no matter where you're from if you live in Asheville, you live in anywhere where there's good beer and you say i want to go find good beer this is a good brewery go there find it death roll is a perfect stout it is there's nothing wrong with that beer It is literally when i talk about my favorite core brand of any beer in the state of florida it is death roll by red cypress oh yeah because i genuinely believe that's the best stout in the state um and and that's you know that's what this brewery does and then they have i mean they have put out a lot of IPAs. I like IPAs. I mean, they're not my favorite, but I like them. But mm-hmm. everyone they put out, I'm like, damn, that's a fucking good beer.
0: Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> what? So, yeah.
1: It's like, oh, like, look another IPA. Oh shit, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. So go there, like go there. The, the fact is, they're almost not a sleeper. They're on the cusp of not being a sleeper. They're almost like everybody knows about them. We've talked about them for like years now. Yeah. But literally, the fact that they're not above. Orange Blossom or, or whatever other Central Crooked Florida can. breweries or Crooked Can <laughs> yeah. or some of these. And, like, they're not bad breweries either. I'm not bashing them. No. But I'm just saying, like, if you're looking for the best quality beer in Central Florida, don't look any further than Red Cypress. You don't have to waste your time with 1010 with and Crooked Can. And, like, again, these aren't bad breweries. I'm just saying you don't have to look and go which one's the best. I'm telling you with absolute certainty that you won't be disappointed at red cypress go there and then go to everywhere else and see if they live up to it because this is the best one in central florida by far
0: yeah absolutely and then since that was your third answer uh my third answer would be i talked about them I'm, i was jeff i was that blown away by this brewery in tampa 610 that blown i was that blown away by them yeah. that it was like man whoa <laughs> If if the there's uh, a that is like best breweries, not best you know small breweries in Tampa, they would probably they would be number one. Um Damn, they were they were. We went we me Jay and Will. We went to Six Ten. We went to Cigar City. We went to Hidden Springs, and then we went to Angry Chair. And Angry Chair gets a lot of love, and they deserve it. I was skeptical. I thought it was a bandwagon brewery. I went, big fan, but Six Ten more variety i thought they were more well executed technically speaking and and i mean they were super cool man like the owners are talking and shooting the shit with us and you know it's hard to, to go to breweries where you get that and that goes a long way with me uh, angry chair is, mm-hmm. is great is a fantastic brewery in its own regard and i'm sure we'll, i or you or both of us will mention them soon but in terms of of what fit me for sleeper i think angry chair is pretty popular in terms of, of tampa breweries yeah six ten well they're um, getting six, there ten. yeah angry chair is not a sleeper brewery in my opinion they get lines around the building for every bomber release that's not typical for a sleeper brewery so uh,
1: yeah, they're their cycle. They're like new cycle. They're like everybody yeah. knows about them and they're trendy and cool, but they, they're limited release. So everybody knows like you have to go there. And also I almost I almost view them as like the funky Buddha of Tampa of two years ago. Like if funky Buddha two years ago was in Tampa, that's angry chair. I, I would, they would,
0: Angry Chair fans would kind of get pissed off, but I, I can agree with you on that to where they no, do like the dessert novelty
1: food, culinary. dessert novelty culinary style inspired beers. Look, Angry Chair fans, it's not an insult, okay? Like no, Funky Buddha's is fucking good. A lot of similarities. <laughs> like, they have a very similar style of what they're putting out, and Angry Chair might, you know, hey, you're an Angry Chair fan. Angry Chair might be better at certain things, and Funky Buddha might be better at certain things. Right. But I'm saying, there's a lot of similarities in business model of of what Funky Buddha was two years ago to what Angry Chair is now. Um, and I don't think that's a bad business model to say the least. So keep doing it, Angry Chair, because your beers yeah. are fucking awesome and everything you're putting out is good. And Angry Chair fans, keep being fans of them because they're doing a good job. Yeah, uh,
0: the, we'll do this next question, kind of a quick fire. We won't, I'm sure both of our answers we've already said, but favorite new brewery of 2017, if any? Quick answer.
1: Okay. Favorite new brewery. Uh, I don't know where it is. Hold on. Give me one second. Uh, New brewery. Oh, no. We already did that. I thought. Walking tree and sailfish were my two. New breweries to watch out for or favorite new breweries? Fuck. I didn't know that was two different questions. Oh, wait. Breweries to watch out for. I answered wrong. Okay. Let me go back to that one then. (laughs) All right. Go ahead. (laughs) I thought there's different questions. They're the same question. I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) breweries to watch out for. And so what I took this question as was not a new brewery. Um, this well, yes and no new brewery, but hopefully what you see soon coming into the market. Um, so what I did with these two, uh, was breweries that one that I hope you see coming into the market or that hopefully they are getting a brewery soon. And then two, uh, was if you see their beers, you need to get them. That's what I sure. thought brewery to watch out for was like, That's you funny. see their beer, you have to get it. Um, I'm not so, sure I answered that. <laughs> we'll just fucking go. Whatever. <laughs> number one, number one, beer brewery to look for three sons brewing. And, okay. in, in uh, it's just, it's near Fort Lauderdale. It's in Dania beach or Dania beach. Um, they did not have a brewery until very recently. I think within the year, they got a brewery. They have won awards at the last two Hunapu Days. This beer, their beers, I've tried them at Hunapu uh, Day. I've tried them at different events. They're phenomenal. They are putting out stuff that would make Jay Wakefield blush. Um, amazing beers. Amazing beers. Three sons right down near Fort Lauderdale. Uh, if you see them, get it. It, it. will. It will be a good beer every time. The other one is Jay Wakefield. Imagine that. Uh, (laughs) If you see their beer, this is just simple. Jay Wakefield, everybody knows the name by now. They have a reputation. This isn't a watch out for them because, oh, where'd they come from? This is watch out, literally watch out for their beers. And if you see them anywhere on tap, get that beer that day because it will probably be the best beer you have that night. They are putting out phenomenal beers every single time. Very cool stuff. Anything from big dark Russian Imperial stouts and big stouts to big, you know, crazy flavored Berliner weisses and, and sours and all, I mean, IPAs they're putting out every single style, very cool culinary twists. Some of them traditional, um, everything's good and they continue to put out awesome stuff. I had a key lime beer from them that was green, Oh no shit. uh, that at, at Hunapu day a couple of years ago. Um, I've had, some Imperial Stouts when we went down to their brewery. Their brewery is really cool, by the way. Go there as well. It's a real small tap room. Very cool. Uh, And just murals all over the walls and all over the front of the building. And it's right in the Winwood Art District, which is the whole town is murals. Um, Phenomenal beers. So if you see Jay Wakefield anywhere, get the beer. Definitely don't pass it up. It will be good. And then uh,
0: the other one is Three Sons cool so mine's I, I, at this point i don't fucking know what what we answered of course i'm unprepared as always but uh new breweries uh breweries, so, new breweries i put I, the question was new breweries to watch out for i took it you know i'm the one that wrote the questions i i'm kind of taking it more of a of an open scope not necessarily brand new as an opening but breweries to really kind of that might hit, hit <clears throat> either hit your market or expand or whatever so uh one of one of three is Do South. Definitely watch out for Do South. Uh, great friends from us. They are uh, well, we talk about a hundred times. They are expanding the brew house, so they're gonna be canning more, doing more different stuff. Uh, I know every time I go down there, there is a beer, one or two beers on tap that I've never even seen before, and I always fucking get them. So watch out for Do South. You know they're expanding more. They're gonna be putting more beers out. Uh, they hit Tampa not too long ago, so um, Do South. I mean. I can go on for hours about how great they are. Um, another one to watch out for would be Jay Wakefield. Um, they hit Orlando a couple months ago. Um, they're just growing and growing and growing. And every beer that they seem to put out is is stellar. Uh, I'm a big fan of their Coconut Jefe, which I wrongly call the El Jefe uh, just because of, of That's Jeff. me. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> <laughs> and then my third answer real quick um, is they're not open yet but they're opening soon friends of the show Bay bro. uh Bay. well Baybro. they're a little bit far they're, maybe next year or maybe in december okay, they'll make the okay, list okay. uh fuck uh, ellipsum our buddy uh the Bostons. Yeah. okay very soon uh they won uh this year's smash at longwood uh, Elysium. no it's not elysium it's ellipsum
1: ellipsis Ellipsips. ellipsis fuck i fucked it up
0: ellipsis ellipsis they are opening by the airport uh all them they're they're big fans they're they're good friends of ours they listen to the show so shout out to ellipsis they won smash they put out really good beers um, amazing really beers. Good beers i've had
1: them back and, when they were
0: homebrewed beers and they were good beers yeah and once they get open and once they get the gears rolling they'll i think they'll be giving red cypress a run for their money in the orlando uh, oh airport. you heard it here
1: you heard it here crazy so uh, you heard it
0: here hold me to it uh, if I'm
1: wrong tell me I'm wrong but I know I'm right. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I thought you were going to go Bayboro cuz you know. Uh, they're also doing some good yes, beers. Bayboro
0: would, would, they would but they're they don't have a location yet so. Okay. Uh, they have they have, a, they have a long way to go. Um but Preston knows. I don't have to I don't have to uh, brown knows them all the time
1: even though i Preston do. Preston does it's know. He'd like Preston. He pertains. him. All the time he pretends You're he doesn't good. know that he's a good beer. He's like, "Oh, I don't yeah. know, oh, no, man. And we're I'm like, not
0: happy about like, dude, this
1: shit's banging."
0: I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, we're like, we're like, Preston. Why don't you do
1: this for a living? And he's like, "Oh, I don't know." And I'm like, oh, "Dude, do this for a living. You're fucking good at brewing beer." Well, he's he's getting there. <laughs> so uh,
0: let's do uh, let's do yeah. We we'll, uh, we got two laps. Let's do uh, question one is breweries that have been, breweries that have improved. Uh, So we'll answer that. And then the last question is some of our favorite beers thus far of 2017. So let's go back breweries that have improved. It could be one brewery. It could be three breweries. I'm going to, I kind of left that kind of open for interpretation. Um, So if you want to go.
1: One will flip. I I was original one. This is in no particular order, but just for the sake of the show, I'm going to flip these uh, around. Um, So number one for this category of most improved breweries is going to be civil society because we mentioned them earlier without mentioning their name. This is a brewery that was uh, mentioned as only being a hop forward brewery that only does IPAs and it was not in the sleepers that you must go to category for that reason. Um, However, it is in the most improved breweries for the exact opposite reason that it is not only a hop forward brewery anymore. This brewery has, this brewery has added some things, some different stuff. And yes, there are still going to be more IPAs than anything else, but they have had on different beers that are not IPAs every time that I've gone there and they continue to have different styles of beer. And yes, you're still going to see a largely hot forward lineup, <laughs> but it's not going to be eight, one, and one anymore. Now it might be sure. six, six, two, and two. You know, but, but oh, they're <laughs> but they're doing they're doing a much better job of of mixing in some different styles. And honestly, the more impressive part is that they're not mixing in new styles and and they're shitty they're not saying like we're a hoppy brewery but we're going to do a stout because everybody keeps telling us that we can't just only have ipas and then they put out some bullshit stout they're actually doing a good job with their different styles to the point that whoever the brewer is over there who you know he obviously knows his high his hops and his ipas and he does a fantastic job with creating the very fan favorite big IPAs. Um so he knows what he's doing but this is a this is actually a refined brewer who does know how to do a lot of different stuff and and do it well. And I think maybe his palate is IPA, but he definitely knows how to brew a good stout and a good porter and a good brown ale and a good different malt forward basis. Um, I've yet to see anything Belgian influenced on their menu uh which I don't you know necessarily care to see. Um I would if you're going to do Belgians be Belgian, you know. Like don't, I don't think you necessarily have to have one unless you want to throw a white weed on just for the sake of, you know, it's going to sell really well. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, but as far as Americanized styles, uh, he can do them all or they can do them all or she can do them all. I don't even know who it is. uh, The brewer there, but they can do any style. They can put out malt forward. They can put out hop forward. They can put out yeast forward uh, beers all well. They just choose to focus on the hops. but. I'm going to say that's the most improved for me because of the fact that they've diversified their lineup a little bit and been able to put out some different styles lately.
0: Yeah. And, and you only picked one answer for that question, correct?
1: No, I do have another. Okay. All right. Um, All right. you want me to um, go with my other or no? Uh,
0: yeah, let's, let's go with your other answer.
1: Okay. So the other one, um, most improved, and this is one that I've already had high regard for. So most improved isn't a bash on them, but it's saltwater. Um, which we talked about earlier uh, on the show and everything in their tap room is amazing. Don't judge them by their distro beers, but do because their distro beers are actually solid beers. They've worked out all the kinks in the way distribution works for them. And their beers are not tasting as bad in distro as they did when they first hit distro. Mm -hmm. Um, They taste good, but they still taste better in the tap room. Um, and you need to go to their tap room because it's just a cool atmosphere, really awesome, super easy to get to, um, like the easiest tap room on earth to get to. It's literally one second off of the highway. Uh, but they're, they just do everything right. They focus on quality. They have good beers. They have a diverse lineup. They always have different um, treatments of their core brands on. They don't do a lot of like heavy hitters and, and hardcore stuff. But when we went, they had like multiple treatments of their core brands on. Different, they had two treatments of their IPA, Screaming Reels. They had two treatments of Sea Cow. Yep. And they had, um, and and then they had their core brands as well. So, like, yeah, there's not like they don't have that Hoonapoo or that, you know, Maple Bacon Coffee Porter or that, you know, whatever, but they have like just a, a really cool, diverse, well crafted lineup every time I go. And, uh, they, to me, to me, if they could improve, they did. So I put them on this list. Um, that they they're doing everything right and they should be recognized for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you and that those are your answers before I before I get mine. I don't want to okay. I don't want to interrupt you. So I took my at I took my answers more of a not from a bad brewery going a good brewery, but more of a of a good brewery doing better in terms of of, of a business standpoint. So I have two answers as well. One of them is kind of controversial, but we'll get into that. First answer: Red Cypress. Um, yeah. they're doing more beers they're doing more beers the the amount they're able to do they're doing cans they're doing their they're distribution they're doing bottle releases they're doing all these different styles so you know they they went from a great a good brewery to or a great brewery to an even greater whatever's above amazing brewery so they're most improved i mean they're they're moving full ste- full steam ahead and then my last answer is kind of controversial kind of but i would choose mia and yeah. the reason why i say mia is because you know they have their cores. They're a unique brand to where you can see their cans on the shelf, and that that style really sticks out. They've really kind of hit the market in terms of the new kind of wave that's hitting everybody. The the hard seltzer with their hard water, uh, those are all great. They're Interesting. You know, those are getting canned. They're coming out with a new can. They're 305. They're you know we don't get everything in Orlando. We get their main distro beers, but you know just. Seeing what they're doing in Orlando, I think they're moving very fast, very quick, and I think you know they're one. I think they're the fastest progressing breweries in the state.
1: They so, are. They're oh, they're they're all over the place, and they're doing it so, insane I mean, job. They're
0: like Red said. They're a great brewery, and they're getting even greater.
1: And so I like it. They, they're getting all the credit they deserve. And I like a brewery that really is putting out quality beers and, and getting the credit for it that they deserve. Um, and MIA, I, they were like an honorable mention for almost every category on here for me, honestly. I love their beers. Um, I don't... My thing is like, in a weird way, they're almost so available for me down in this market. Like they're in every store, their cans and stuff. So like, they're almost like the... The local the regular local, which is mm-hmm. like whenever I go to the store if, if if I were drinking like like I said the barrel of monks has become a, a staple in my fridge the standard like I want a good craft beer like a solid beer mia is like right there they're like a staple but yeah. when I go to the store I'm always looking for the not staple I'm looking for like the crazy thing you know so sure. like I don't I don't buy a lot of their stuff. But their beers are still so good. So it's yeah, like I should way. buy more of their stuff. But I have a cellar full of rare beer that I'm like trying to drink my drink my way through where it's like it's hard for me to buy something that I know is always available. Exactly. So I guess that's kind of where like my problem is with. But that's not a knock on them. That's like no. their beers are really good. So it's not a big thing. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I'm, a, I'm a big fan of their hard water. Say Say what you will, but. I like it so, judge away.
1: Yeah, you're probably happy that Zima's back. <laughs> I haven't had it yet. <laughs> I Haven't had it yet. Mike, so, we're out of are we out of questions or is there one more? Oh, we, got, we got one more left. Okay, um, I can I add one? Sure. I'll give you a minute to think about it. We can answer the other one that we already have and then go okay. to it. But I want to do like the oldie, uh, like an oldie but goody beer category. Not brewery, but like beer. Like, what's what's the beer that surprised you that you remembered from the past this year? That this like, wow, I can't believe that I forgot that beer existed. Kind of thing. All right. I I can. Yeah. Anyway, that that I
0: had in the past or brewery, I forgot, and that had it again this year.
1: Yeah, or brewery, and that somebody who's like deserves a little recognition for something they've been doing for a long time that we've kind of all forgot about.
0: Okay, I'll, I'll think about that so the last oh well, second now the second last question is some of our favorite beers that we've had so far in 2017 they can be new they could be ones that you've had they could be ones that you haven't had in a while that you had again i again i left that open i don't want to you know eliminate a good beer just, even though you might have already had it you know you know what i'm saying so right um, i can go or you can go it doesn't it doesn't matter
1: all right i i'll go i'll start it off um Number one uh, beer, uh, not as far as craziness or uh, anything like that, but number one beer I've had this year that I think is a well-deserved, should be on the list, is the Barrel of Monks Wizard Wit, because I've been drinking <laughs> the shit out of it, and it's amazing. Um, and it's available in six-packs and bottles at stores in Florida. Well, but, there it uh, goes. Now they're not, they're not, they're not going to pay us to, to spot, promote that's that. That's it. <laughs> it's amazing. No, I don't even care if they do because they deserve me tweeting them out here. But no, that's uh that's one of the best surprises of this year. The other surprise, well, not surprise of this year, but one of the best beers you can drink and should continue to drink is the Death Roll, as we mentioned, by Red Cypress. You see that can around? Pick it up. It's, an, it's a perfect stout. The malt build, I believe there's seven or eight or nine Six or, seven, or said. something, yeah. different kinds of malts in it. Uh, they do an insane malt build of a lot of German malts and different kinds of things uh, to get that flavor profile, all that vanilla and everything that comes in there. None of it artificial, all from the malt, malt build. Amazing beer. Um, so get the death roll. As far as crazy stuff that I've tried that I've been drinking this uh year, I just had a very uh an aged uh KBS, which was what was that 2013 KBS? You had it? Did I had one of the two that I bought? How was it? <laughs> it is oh is it good. Oh, oh my shit. god. Shout
0: wait out till you Crapper open it to City.
1: That. Shout out to crap City yes Wait till you open that beer because it is fucking insane. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, unbelievable it, it got it, it got like a hundred times better in three years it's four, oh, years, yeah. four years four years oh my shit four years, oh, um, three, four, four years yeah. three and a half years. um another great beer of this year uh the mexican coffee from oh. funky buddha and i've had a few of really? their one-offs this year i've had a few of their one-offs this year uh multiple of their different one-offs i bought an entire case of last snow this year i was excited about all their stuff coming out I was so pleasantly surprised that Mexican Coffee was the one that really blew me away of all of them. But I thought that beer was fantastic. I bought a couple bottles of it. Um, I still have a couple bottles of it. Uh, it is super good. If you see it, I think it's still on the shelves in places. Pick up Mexican Coffee. Uh, that is one of the best beers of this year that I've had.
0: Okay, my turn. Your turn. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go through mine semi quick. Uh... One of the very few five out of fives I've given a beer on on on, on tap this year, Key Lime Sliced by Playa Linda. It Playa is Linda.
1: Tits McGee. <laughs> it is Tits McGee. We'll put down a shirt. Uh, that, that's a actual untapped rating, I think.
0: Yeah, I might I might have not, I got I come on the machine anyway. So Key Lime Slice for sure is one of the best beers I've had of 2017, and I'm sure this will make the list. This will be meddled hopefully in December. Uh, number two, even though I'm not really counting, uh, Last Buffalo in the Park by Funky Buddha is amazing. Um, another one would be, uh, let's see, Coconut Coffee Sea Cow got really high rating. Uh, sea Porter from Lauder Ale is always great. Uh, the Godzilla also. Um, Lem Slice, I said. And then, surprise, surprise, I gave this a four and a half out of five cherry cordial by hidden springs it is a chocolate vanilla cherry porter it was awesome uh and i'm sure i'm forgetting a shit ton of other beers but this episode would be three hours long me naming all the great beers i've had um so key lime slice last buffalo in the park uh i mean french toast i have two bottles of french toast in the fridge right now that i haven't opened yet but
1: uh, you know i'll have them (laughs) sticky treats i mean it's coming out soon yeah And almost that goes without saying at this point, like we all have had French toast and it's so delicious. It's like we're talking about something new, I guess you yeah. know so key Lime slice uh, another May one I... to
0: mention is barley mow. Uh, I know we've never mentioned them on the show, but barley Moe, their dark track imperial milk stout age of vanilla beans was also amazing
1: okay so, uh, those are
0: those are just some of the the ones that really stuck out to me uh, I could, I mean like I said, I could go on and on of all the great beers I've had, but uh, very cool. Definitely check out those for sure. Um, so let's go to
1: your question. Okay. So let me tell you, my question came out of a story. I just started thinking about it because I was talking about, we were talking about all these breweries and the most improved and the ones that have been around forever. When you said not ones that have been bad and got better, but ones that have been good and still are improving. And and it made me think about a brewery that I'm not overly crazy about and I've been open about, um, not disliking, but not particularly liking but somebody that's continued to put out the same beer extremely well. And to the point that it's a amazingly hugely watered down style with thousands of competitors in the state. And I still think this beer reigns supreme and that is cigar city highlight. And I have to give them credit for this beer, this beer has withstood the test of a thousand ipas this beer is continuing to be the top ipa in the state despite the fact of every brewery having a hundred ipas and yeah. it continues to kill it and That's to OG. the point and this is the story so i have a uh, one of my one of my servers came to me and her brother was coming to town and she said my brother's a huge ipa drinker and a big he's, he's from pennsylvania i believe a big IPA drinker, big crap beer person loves IPAs. And I wanted to get him a bunch of local IPAs. Could you write me a list of IPAs that I could find at ABC or Total Wine uh, from Florida that he would enjoy? And I instantly, instantly, first IPA was, well, you're going to have to get him Mm highlight, Right? So I say highlight. Then I go through and I go, If you, if you find do South cat three, you got to get that. If you find hot gun, you got to get that. If you got, I go through, you know, eight to 10 IPAs and make a list. But I say, no matter what highlights available, that's a definite you have to get because it's always available. The rest are available as well. And she got a few of the other ones as well. Well, she came back to me after that. And she, I think she got four different Florida IPAs on my list of the top 10 Florida IPAs um that were available in distro now there's other ones you can get in tap rooms that might be better than Highline and different you know variants and all this stuff but she gets Highline and and three other distro ipas from florida and she said my brother is absolutely in love with Highline. he thinks that's one of the best ipas he's ever had he loves it there's nothing like that in pennsylvania this is such a great beer blah 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 I'm in love with it and it made me think for a second. I was like, man, like I bash Cigar City for some of the, you know, less than stellar uh, side yeah. beers and, right, right, and, and right. things they put out. We both but, do. But the end of the day, man, they've been doing that core line forever extremely well, and it still holds up. Like
0: yeah.
1: how many competitors have tried to beat IPA for years or have tried to beat High Life for years There's thousands of Florida IPAs. Highlight is still the number one and will still be the number one. And if you are still recommending a Florida IPA to anyone, it will be Highlight. So I had to give them credit for it. As much as I don't necessarily care for everything coming out of Cigar City, I have to give them credit for that beer particularly, but for their core line altogether. Maduro is on tap at Black Marlin all the time. It is our dark beer. It is still solid every day, every time there's no, Maduro is solid every time,
0: oh, you know?
1: God.
0: So you, you gave me that question and I, I I thought, I mean, honest to God, I was like, fuck highlight. I don't like IPAs, but highlight is like, that's an answer to that question. Like, well, you know, fuck just to highlight. So like when you were going your, your speech about highlight, I'm like, all right, well then it has to be fucking Maduro Brown. And then you're like, Oh man, <laughs> the best one. So like, God. But those, I mean, they're, you know, those two beers are definitely ones that I don't drink all the time. But when I do, I'm like, damn, man, these are just OGs, like OGs for sure of those styles within Florida, obviously. Um Do South IPAs, like, I think fit that bill too of like, I don't have them do. all the time. I agree. Like, agree, I agree. When I do have them or I'm in Due South, I'm like, uh, you know, when in Rome, I'll have an IPA. Like, like, fuck, man, these are really good. Also, an answer is Sea Porter from Lauder Ale. I don't have it often. I don't get it up here. But every time I go down to South Florida, that is a guaranteed purchase. And every time they pour me, that's like the only beer I get a full pint of. And every time I drink, I'm like, damn, this is so good. <laughs> like like wrapped chocolate peanut butter stuff? Oh, dude, uh, I mean, there's that. There's the wraps chocolate peanut butter. There's a wraps. Raff goes. goes. Oh, I mean, but... Not to get too far-fetched, but I mean, yeah, cigars, I think the Maduro-Brown would probably be my my answer, but Highlight 2 is definitely there, too.
1: I just, I, I can't believe the fact that, to, to me, okay, so like Maduro, I think Maduro is the best of their core brands, and I would have said Maduro, but the fact that, like, brown ales are not a huge Florida thing. No. So, like, Maduro isn't getting a whole lot of new competition every year in Florida, Whereas like highlight is getting infinitely new competition every year. And they're still just like, fuck you guys. We're still good. It's, like, <laughs> it's it, yeah. it, white Oak sells
0: so fast. And like, oh I my buddy Jay the other day, he's like, "Dude, their peach white Oak. He said was like, easy oh, I've to had top, it. Top five he's ever had in his entire life.
1: It's so amazing. It's uh, unbelievable. And like, they've withstood so much from this, from their sale to, you, you know, their sale of their brewery. To, to the, to, you know, to the people with the brewing some of their core brands out of Brew Hub and all these different things they've withstood through the last few years, and for them to continue through all of this, mm-hmm. to just put out good core beers. Uh, it's crazy. I gotta say, I mean, <laughs> God. And I and I like hate them for it because like <laughs> there's so many good breweries doing great beers that are in there, and like their one offs have gone downhill so significantly. But I would agree with uh, that. Yeah. But that IPA is just there, keeping the door open. You know, like hey, we'll we'll be fine. High Lies here. We like, can do. That recipe never has to change ever. We could fail at everything sell. else, but High Lies still here. We yeah. could be the next Sierra Nevada pale ale. Like we're just going to live off a of high life forever and forever. everything else could suck. But like, yeah. but it doesn't all suck, but you know what I mean? I'm just you're saying like, good. I understand
0: what you're saying. Right. Right. They
1: have a brand that is just so perfect that they just can continue living off it forever. Yeah, crazy, and they're going to,
0: they and it. it is,
1: it is the Florida IPA. That's what it is. Yep. It is. Yep. That's it.
0: What's, Oh, what's the best IPA in Florida? High Highline. Every time you can get anywhere. You can get highlight and the, the most, in you a freaking like gas station. <laughs> or the most high in place. Like highlights not discriminate, no matter the business. <laughs> or the person. <laughs> so yeah, for sure. Like I can't I can't agree with that more. Um so that that's the episode, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um next week I know we have uh there's a lot of, there's a lot of shit going on that you know is is relevant, but I want I want to do this mid year thing now, and then we can do like the uh the uh, absolutely the independent label bullshit next week. And then whatever else I have, I have another topic that I want to kind of keep on under, un, under wraps. All
1: right. Well, keep it, keep in mind. We got two more shows this month before we're going radio silent for a couple weeks. Uh, yes. For, for my trip. So, um, plug that. and the plug it anywhere. So, In full disclosure, as I always am trying to be honest with you guys, I have mentioned in the past, uh, my Cuba trip and how I'm going to try to do a show from Cuba. I have recently found out we cannot do a show from Cuba for legal reasons. Uh, the Cuban government does not allow you to telecast directly to America from Cuba. So we will not be able to shoot the show from Cuba. We will be, however, taking notes taking your questions follow our facebook we've already posted it once we will continue to post the thread for you guys to ask us questions about what you would like us to ask people in the industry in cuba as far as distribution brewing processes um what their brewery how how they work i mean this is a completely different government and and i mean this is a communist nation this is something completely different than what we deal with so If you guys have any questions at all of how that affects the industry, the drinking world, the tobacco industry, anything that we are there to investigate, we will ask those questions for you and report back. However, we will not be able to do a show directly from Cuba, which was my whole goal. I did want to do that, but we're not going to be able to. We will do a show the following week and talk about everything that happened on that trip um, and answer all of those questions that you guys have. So please send them. Because we would, we would love to make this the most educational trip to this very um, remote, it's so close to us, this like time capsule of a culture that has not been influenced by our, by our tourism yet. And we really are interested to see how that affects their industry. So um please ask us questions anything you're interested to know and no matter how small or stupid you think they might be they might be a really great question for us to ask so please please send them to us on facebook comment back on the video let us know what you want us to ask and we will find out the answers for you
0: yeah that that episode when they get back is going to be 100 cuba so we're not going to be talking about crappier news we're not going to be talking we're not covering little games it's just be answering questions with about cuba and then and then you know letting that develop. So get those questions guys. We're going to we're going to they're going to take notes, and so we're going to answer them and then it'll be a good time. Um other than that uh yeah, Cuba. We're uh check out that uh, at we Will by the time this episode comes out, which is when you're listening to it right now, that epi- that website is going to be live. Mm-hmm. So at com is will you is where you will be getting all information. That will be our one central hub for everything from updates to bios about us to any kind of bulletins or updates or uh, obviously episodes uh contacting us if you guys want to ask us a question but don't want to email us for some reason you can do that um and then our store will be featured on there not sure how far along that will be but it will be available in some aspect of purchasing so at the bar po- at the bar podcast.com. I'm gonna say that again at thebarpodcast.com for everything for everything. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Once again, thank you guys for listening. And until next time, we will see you at the bar. See you. <clears throat>